Listener's discretion is advised. Okay, everybody, here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now bring us a figgy pudding. Now figgy bring pudding. No, figgy pudding. It's made with figs. Oh, sorry. And bacon. What? We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So back some out here. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Christmas to all the parties who are listening here on this Christmas edition of Random Stuff. Yes, everybody's opening up presents and getting up their own strip club. Yes, it is the Christmas Unwrapping Strip Club. Every single Christmas day of the year. Now, let's continue our second part of our 2022 year in review, including when... Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, visited the White House and got to uh, speak in front of the House and uh, here, compressed by uh, the teams from the Lincoln Project, is the shortened version of Zelensky's, Zelensky's speech at the House of Representatives. It's a great honor for me to be at the U.S. Congress and speak to you and all Americans. Against all odds and doom and gloom scenarios, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is alive and kicking. Your money is not charity. 
is an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. Each of you, ladies and gentlemen, can assist in the implementation to ensure that American's leadership remains solid, bicameral, and bipartisan. Your well-being is the product of your national security, the result of your struggle for independence and your many victories. We, Ukrainians, will also go through our war of independence and freedom with dignity and success. And we don't, don't have to know everyone's wish, as we know that all of us, millions of Ukrainians, wish the same victory. Only victory. This flag is a symbol of our victory. In this war, we stand, we fight, and we will win because we are united. Ukraine, America, and the entire free world. Just one thing, if I can, the, the last thing, thank you so much. May God protect our brave troops and citizens. May God forever bless the United States of America. Merry Christmas and happy victorious New Year. Slava Ukraine. I can, I can hold. Yes. Yes, indeed. President Zelensky of Ukraine just made a speech on Wednesday, I believe, and it was it was a call to give love on Christmas Day. And once again, Slava Ukraine. Hope we uh hope Ukraine can finally get the victory it deserves against Russia. And speaking of victory, we're all spending Christmas and President Biden made a speech the day after about Christmas week. And here was his speech once again from the friends of the Lincoln Project on their YouTube channel. Christmas story is at the heart of the Christian faith. But the message of hope love, peace, and joy, they're also universal. It speaks to all of us, whether we're Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Muslim, Buddhist, or any other faith, or no faith at all. It speaks to all of us, as human beings who are here on this earth, to care for one another, to look out for one another, to love one another. Our politics has gotten so angry, so mean, so partisan, and too often we see each other as enemies, not as neighbors. So my hope this Christmas season is that we take a few moments of quiet reflection, find that stillness in the heart of Christmas, that's at the heart of Christmas, and look, really look at each other, not as Democrats or Republicans, not as members of Team Red or Team Blue, but as who we really are, fellow Americans, Fellow human beings worthy of being treated with dignity and respect. I sincerely hope this holiday season will drain the poison that has infected our politics and set us against one another. 
I hope this Christmas season marks a fresh start for our nation because there's so much that unites us as Americans, so much more that unites us than divides us. So this Christmas, let's spread a little kindness. This Christmas, let's be that, that helping hand, that strong shoulder, that friendly voice when no one else seems to care for those who are struggling in trouble and need. It just might be the best gift you can ever give. And I wish you, and for you, and for our nation, now and always, is that we'll live in the light. The light of liberty and hope, of love and generosity, of kindness and compassion, of dignity and decency. So from the Biden family, wish you and your family peace, joy, health, and happiness. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and all the best of the new year. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Well, that was the speech from President Biden on Christmas, especially his Christmas address. And now, this year was also a bit of a hot mess, even though we're still in the pandemic. Yes, we're still in pandemic. And Jimmy Kimmel decided to put all together the stuff that were unnecessarily censored. Yes, that's why his uh, segment was called This Week in Unnecessary Censorship. But this time, he picked out all the ones that are the best. So, here it is for the 2022 season. That was last week that he did it, the final week before he takes off for the holiday season. Here is the entire 2022 edition and the annual This Year in Unnecessary Censorship. As you begin your last great journey to join my dear late papa, I want simply to say this. I'm worried about COVID. I'm worried about the bird flu. Now I have to be worried about dicks. Some creepy. Dicks? No, bitch, you're going to dicks. Yeah. I thought you were talking about that dick. <laughs> that guy is the dick right there. When a horse gets in the you have to actually push his and help each stride. You're helping him as he's getting I the guy. Nick Beggage is his name. I him three times. I had a story the other day that I wanted to my daughter Ivanka. That didn't happen. <laughs> I felt really comfortable just having you come into my you know? I mean, you seem like a really good guy. I want you all to know that I was born with a little I know today is National Name Your Day. Really? Mine's with Tinkerbell. Uh, <laughs> just give me a big loaded up so I can hardly get my mouth around it. Boy, that's what I like. He just says, I have cum in my mouth. And then he says a second later, it's gone. <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> Weird. When my lead agent, Tim Gables, came in, I stuck my finger in his and said, you're not me. The Army Corps engineer says that if somebody comes to your door asking for money, a signature, or to come inside your steer clear, that is a red flag. My name is J.R. Majewski, and my pronouns are patriot and ass-fucker. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police, it's to fuck the police.
Yep, that was the uh, yearly segment of the weekly segment from Jimmy Kimmel Live called This Year in Unnecessary Censorship. Yeah, maybe we should make more of these for uh, next year, just like the previous years for Kimmel. Now, after this brief ad, we're gonna get to the aftermath, the real official aftermath of the January 6th hearings on this Christmas special, a.k.a. the second part of the 2022 Year in Review. So stay tuned, folks. Hey, y'all. I'm Luke Combs, and I love to fish, but I'm no pro. That's why I start every adventure with a trip to Bass Amateur Shop. The place for people who love to fish but don't have the faintest idea how to do it. Our friendly employees are ready to help find the gear that's right for you and answer all of your stupidest questions. How wet is the fish going to be? Are fish animals or dolphins? How do they get all that salt in the water? Why is one fish fish and two fish is also fish? I have no idea, but this is cool. We've got everything you need from the little cranky turny guys, the big tall shoes, dental floss, the scoop de doo and a big-ass selection of Christmas ornaments. When I used to go fishing, I'd always come home empty-handed, but thanks to the Bass Amateur Shop, I finally caught my first fish. Awesome! Put it in this big lunchbox. Get it in there. You're not going to hurt it. We'll get it. I don't know what that is. So come on down to Bass Amateur Shop, because you don't have to be a professional to get drunk on a lake. Located at exit 78, just off I-90. Call us if you get lost. And we're back, folks. Now let's get into the segment. It is a segment once ran by the host of the Late Show on CBS during Donald Trump's European tour called Why in the World is Donald Trump? In this Why in the World is Donald Trump segment is where we finally get to find out what charges Donald Trump will get. In this very long January 6th hearings that started back in June. Yes, June. And now it ended on December 19, 2022. And David Muir of ABC News and the anchor of World News Tonight will provide you that story right now. But we begin tonight with former President Trump, the January 6th committee making history today. For the first time, Congress has recommended criminal charges for a former president. The committee voting unanimously to recommend former President Trump be charged by the Justice Department for his actions leading up to and including January 6th. The committee's nearly 18-month investigation, 10 public hearings, depositions from more than 1,000 witnesses. Tonight, the committee saying, quote, the central cause of January 6th was one man, former President Donald Trump, summoning supporters to Washington, sending them to march up to the Capitol, putting his own vice president in harm's way, recommending Trump be charged with obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to make a false statement, 
and inciting an insurrection. This, of course, is now up to the DOJ whether to charge Trump. And for the first time today, video testimony from Hope Hicks, one of the former president's longest and most loyal aides. What she said about Trump in the weeks leading up to January 6th. ABC's chief Washington correspondent, Jonathan Carl, leading us off tonight. In a dramatic coda to one of the most sweeping investigations of a president ever conducted by Congress, the January 6th committee recommended Donald Trump be prosecuted for multiple crimes related to the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Every president in our history has defended this orderly transfer of authority except one. Will you be back? Today, for the first time, the American people hearing what Hope Hicks told the committee. She was one of Trump's longest-serving and most loyal aides. She testified she told Trump she didn't see any evidence of voter fraud. I was becoming increasingly concerned that we were damaging, um, we were damaging his legacy. Uh, what did the president say in response to what you just described? He said something along the lines of, um, you know, nobody will care about my legacy if I lose. Um, so that won't matter. Um, the only thing that matters is is winning. The committee laid out some of its most damning evidence. Trump's pressure campaign on state officials, including his infamous call to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. So what are we going to do here, folks? I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. How he turned his supporters on his own vice president. Approximately 40 feet. That's all there was. 40 feet between the vice president and the mob. And how ordinary citizens became victims of Trump's lies, including Ruby Freeman, an election worker in Fulton County, Georgia falsely accused by Trump and Rudy Giuliani of rigging voting machines. I won't even introduce myself by my name anymore. I get nervous when I bump into someone I know in the grocery store who says my name. I'm worried about who's listening. I get nervous when I have to give my name for food orders. The committee concluded the former president committed at least four crimes referring them to the Department of Justice for possible prosecution, including obstructing an official proceeding. The whole purpose and obvious effect of Trump's scheme were to obstruct, influence, and impede this official proceeding, the central moment for the lawful transfer of power in the United States. And conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to make a false statement, Specifically, his efforts to get individuals in several states to submit fake slates of electors. And finally, insurrection against the U.S. government. The committee believes that more than sufficient evidence exists for a criminal referral of former President Trump for assisting or aiding and comforting those at the Capitol who engaged in a violent attack on the United States. The vote was unanimous. Those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed, no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. So let's bring in John Carl live at the Capitol tonight. And John, the Justice Department is not required, obviously, here to act on these criminal referrals. But, of course, they will no doubt pour through all of this evidence and testimony. We know already there's a special counsel here and that they have their own investigation well underway. So where does this go from here? 
Well, Special Counsel Jack Smith took over just a month ago. He has already issued subpoenas in seven states looking into the fake elector scheme. In other words, the Department of Justice hasn't been sitting around waiting for a referral from the January 6th committee. Their investigation into the president's actions related to January 6th is already well underway. David? A remarkable day, John Carl, live at the Capitol. John, thank you. Now, during that final hearing, the January 6th committee suggested these four things for Trump to be charged, and that includes obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to make false statement, and conspiracy to defraud the United States by assisting, aiding, or comforting those involved in an insurrection. Well, that's assisted well for the former president of the United States. So he went on his truth social and went on a epic rant. Or should I say an epic rant on his truth social with this following. Statement on Gen 6 committee referral. These folks don't get it that when they come after me, people who love freedom rally around me. It strengthens me. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Americans know what, that I pushed for 20,000 troops to prevent violence on January 6th and that I went on television and told everyone to go home. Dot, 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 dot. The people understand that the Democratic Bureau of Investigation the DBI are out to keep me from running for president because they know I'll win and that this whole bi- this whole business of prosecuting me is just like impeachment was a partisan attempt to sideline me and the Republican Party and the rest of it, you know, all like because I'm not in the truth social. It was actually from Run Fipi. Oh, wait. Run Filipkowski's Twitter account when he uh, tweeted, Yeah, so I have no doubt that his MAGA cultists will buy this and every confidence a jury won't. Now, on December 22nd, overnight, on all the way up to Friday on January... on. December 23rd, they released the final report, and here was the final report reported by Jonathan Carl, the ABC News Washington correspondent. In its 845-page final report, the January 6th committee says the violence that day was the fault of one man, the crescendo of Donald Trump's, quote, multi-part plan to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Capping 18 months of investigation, the January 6th committee's report lays out that plan in meticulous detail, mirroring their dramatic public hearings and offering some additional new details, making several recommendations, the boldest, that Donald Trump and others who engaged in insurrection be disqualified and barred from holding government office. No man who would behave that way at that moment in time can ever serve in any position of authority in our nation again. He is unfit for any office. The committee's recommended reforms include changes to the law on certifying the presidential election, 
and increased penalties for threatening that process and for threatening election workers. Over the course of eight chapters, the committee describes Trump's plan, from his constant lies about election fraud that his own advisors repeatedly told him were false, to the pressure he and his allies put on nearly 200 state-level officials to overturn the election results. When that effort failed, Trump then turned to his supporters. In the end, he summoned a mob to Washington, and knowingly they were armed and angry, pointed them to the Capitol and told them to fight like hell. The report is a roadmap not just for the American public, but for history and for prosecutors. The committee is also releasing thousands of pages of transcripts of witness interviews and other evidence. And that was Jonathan Carl of ABC News reporting. There you have it, folks. Donald Trump is going to be in a world of hurt when he gets to jail time. And the MAGA supporters will be in the most biggest rage they'll ever have, like they've never done a rager before. But until then, after this brief ad, we're going to get to listen to a Christmas song on this Christmas Day episode of Random Stuff, so... Stay tuned, folks. First dates, am I right? I was actually excited about this one, so of course, I got my period today. I want a period option that's convenient and discreet, so I don't have to worry about leaks, odors, or anything. When I'm at work, I don't have time to run back and forth to the bathroom. I want to be able to forget all about it. Now you can, with Pink's period underwear, the super absorbent period panties that can hold up to 12 hours of you-know-what. You'll be covered all day long, no matter what. And the only person who has to know you're on your period is you. Now my period is my little secret. <laughs> oh, a dog! Oh, look at that. Finally, an underwear that's as natural as you. That kind of hurts. Pink's period underwear is made of all organic materials and is way more eco-friendly than tampons. I love not having to bring a bag of supplies wherever I go. I love not having to think about it. Now I get to do me, and Pink's does the rest. <laughs> wow. Dogs really love you. I uh, I have a cheeseburger in my pocket. What? Everyone is different. Pink has options for every level of absorbency. Light, regular, super, tremendous, and biblical. They're just a great pair of underwear that can hold everything. I love stinks. Sorry, pinks. So no more hiding, no more plastic, and no more stress. You should feel beautiful. Human attractive now you can walk proud have your period the way nature intended with pinks what do you want to do for dinner i can't hear you you want to get dinner i cannot hear you oh my god pinks period underwear this is the best idea we got folks now let's get to listen to this christmas song on this christmas episode of random stuff it is going to be from ed sheeran and elton john and here it is their collaboration song merry christmas please welcome elton john and ed sheeran build a fire and gather around the tree 
Fill a glass and maybe come and sing with me That was Ed Sheeran and Elton John with their collaboration song, Merry Christmas. That was from the 2021 Jimmy Kimmel Live episode when they got to perform it live. And probably that's the only one they got to 
perform live so far because Ed Sheeran performed it as solo with that song. Now, after this brief ad, we're gonna wrap this Christmas episode, so stay tuned! There are two things that make everybody happy. Christmas music and Jeff Goldblum. Hi, Jeff Goldblum here. Merry Christmas. This is for you. It's a very Goldblum Christmas. Featuring holiday favorites like the 12 Days of Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me partridge. Hey, partridges. Uh, did you know, it, did anybody notice partridges traditionally live in grasslands? I just, I just found that out recently. But speaking of partridges, hey, uh, who knows about the partridge family? It's Christmas classics the Goldblum way. Now we're uh, up to the second day of Christmas. My true love gave to me true love. Hey, there are a lot of, a lot of kinds of, uh, of true love. Well, romantic love, of course. Fraternal love. There's platonic love. And, of course, there's Courtney love. She and I ran into each other uh, on the island of Ischia. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, sorry to yeah. cut in. I love the stories, but can we get back to the song? Sure. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Back to the uh, back to the musicale. With plenty of interruptions. Ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking. Milk. Ooh, milk. Hey, that's a. Excuse me if I I talk about milk for a second. This is interesting. Jeff, we, uh, we, have, we have a lot to get done. Can, can we please just stick to the song? No, we certainly can. Okay, yeah. No tangents. It was actually more of an anecdote than a tangent. Milk, milk, lemonade. Let's finish that poem. Around the corner fudge is made? Yes, around the corner fudge is made. You don't even have to put a question mark at the end of it. You know damned well that it's around the corner fudge is made. Unfortunately, we ran out of time and only got one track. And a partridge in a pear... Line? It's a pear... What is it? Tree. Brie? Tree. Oh, tree. I thought you said brie. Hey, if I was a kind of cheese, what would I be? What, what do you think? But on the plus side, it's 14 hours long. A very gold blue Christmas. Good night's sleep. Folks, that is it for this Christmas edition of Random Stuff. Now be sure to tune in next week because it's going to be the New Year's week as we ring in the year 2023. So Merry Christmas. Good night. See you next week.